0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So today I'm going to be answering loads of your questions just like I did a couple of weeks ago in a recent episode. So I've literally got a big list of questions here that followers have asked and I'm going to be going through them one by one and I'm going to be ticking them off. So this will essentially be some of the biggest struggles that as mountain bikers you guys and girls suffer with. We're going to be going through them one by one and helping you solve them essentially. So we're going to talk about loads and loads of different things. Uh, It's going to be a good episode. So I hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions that you want to be featured on future episodes, just drop me an email to matt at mtb.fitness or if you go to the website mtb.fitness, then there's a contact form on there that you can fill in. Um, And yeah, just send me an email, let me know any questions that you've got and I can answer them in a future episode. So let's get straight into it. Enjoy. Okay, so the specific question that I asked was on my Facebook page for a lot of the answers, the questions, sorry, that I'm going to be answering now, but it's going to be a few from email and stuff like that as well. Now, the first one, um, when asked what people's biggest struggle struggles were, and it comes up quite often, to be honest, is motivation. So, this guy's put, motivation, after a long day at work, I'm too tired for exercises. So there's a few different things that you can look at with this. Um, I actually put a post out this week. So what day are we on? Wednesday today. So it was yesterday last night, and it was talking about how life's too short to ride. And it all came about because in the MTB Fitness Facebook group, you need to go join that if you've not already. <laughs> um, in the group, a guy commented, be it, uh, posted, I should say, And he wrote up saying that he was really, really struggling for motivation at the minute. He he loves riding his bike. He doesn't know why he feels like he does, but he's just struggling to get out. And we've all been there. Everybody goes through times where you're really struggling for motivation. It hits us all. But about five comments down, one of the other members of the Facebook group posted a photo of the wall. And he was in hospital. And the photo was... um, I don't know, quite like a protective shield type wall, if you know what I mean, with radiation signs on it. And he wrote that he would love nothing more than to go out and ride his bike because he sat on a cancer ward, trying to obviously going through chemotherapy, trying to get over cancer. And it just hit me; it was like, like Jesus, like that is that is hard hitting. That like we all suffer from motivation, and it's definitely not trying to shame the guy who was asking for help because we all go through it. But it just makes you think, like there's going to be some times when you really cannot ride, like you're sat in a hospital bed or someone close to you will go through something or, you know, you might be ill and you're going to really, really wish that you'd ridden. So I think reminding yourself of of times like that really, really helps. And it was... I'd say ironic, but it's probably more of a coincidence, really. So when I posted that photo last night, about 20 minutes later, we heard a bit of a bang outside, and at first we thought, there's a girl who rides around always on a bike. We thought she'd like hit a wall or ridden into a vehicle or something, so we kind of laughed a little. And then I popped my head out the window, and I could see the seven-year-old opposite getting all frantic and running around she was like packing a bag and then I leaned a bit further over and there was an ambulance and the guy opposite who's really fit he always walks around without his top on Uh, he's probably like late 50s I'd say maybe early 60s Um, he's only young anyway like super fit he fixes cars he like he got a van in recently and he took the top of it and then welded together some new like roof for it and fits engine like mega mega like healthy guy always active and it turns out he'd had a stroke so he went from literally being absolutely fine one one day to yesterday the whole side of his face was drooping he couldn't talk and he was getting wheeled off in the back of an ambulance so obviously it's horrible for him and for his daughter and his wife but it, it was just funny timing really because it it really just rams home the fact that we're so lucky if you're fit and healthy and you're able to ride right now make the most of it there's probably people listening to this podcast right now who are injured or in hospital or who can't ride for whatever reason so just remind yourself how lucky you are to be able to ride right now and i don't mean that in a condescending way i know when you're struggling for motivation it doesn't necessarily help if we're like oh yeah you're so lucky but genuinely, we are really, really lucky. And if you remember that, it kind of makes you think, you know what, We're, I really am lucky to be able to ride today. So why not just go out and do 20 minutes? So I think being grateful for what you've got and putting things in perspective can really, really help your motivation. Um, some other ideas. So buddying up with people, that's a massive one. If you can partner up with someone and agree to meet them at the trails at a certain time, that'll hugely help your motivation because you're meeting somebody else there. So that's a big one. Uh, joining Facebook groups, which have got like like-minded people in there. I highly recommend you join the MTB Fitness Facebook group, and I've mentioned it once already, but we've got, I think, 14,500 members in there. Um, there's only three rules. Number one is positivity only. So, it, it, I'm quite, it's almost like, for se- there's, there's a selfish reason to it. I'm quite strict with my time, if you like. Like uh, I try to only spend time with positive people and people who want the best for you and who will lift you up. and. I didn't want to be spending a lot of time in my Facebook group and growing a community that was full of negative people with sexist comments and... You know, like girls leaning over bikes on bikinis and all that stuff that you sometimes see elsewhere on Facebook, shall we say, <laughs> um, in other other places. So uh, I didn't want the Facebook group to be like that. I wanted to make sure that it was positivity only, everybody's welcome. A, a lady messaged me today saying, uh, are e-bikes allowed in? I was like, hell yeah, like if you ride an e-bike, get in there. Like, you know my views on e-bikes, but if you're listening to this, probably by now. Um, the reason that I say that is get yourself around positive people because in the facebook group every day there's people being like oh i've just smashed week three of the 12-week program nailing it or i've just been on a big ride absolutely loved it i think earlier today someone said that they really couldn't be ass riding because here in britain the summer weather has been awful it's been just raining for the past two weeks and he said he's been really struggling for motivation but today he gave himself a kick up the ass and he got out there and and that's motivating when you read it you're like you know, people in a similar situation can read that and be like, "You know what? I felt the same. I should, I should copy that guy. I should go do the same." So get yourself in a positive environment. If you're on Facebook, just come and join the MTB Fitness Facebook group because you'll see that it is pure positivity and motivation. Um, that's a big one for motivation and then set a goal as well so i think i mentioned a while back uh, i'm doing a 24 hour bike ride with aussie on the 12th of july which is only three weeks away so me and him are literally going to be riding pretty much non-stop side by side not in a relay for 24 hours so that's a big ass goal i'm like christ 24 hours is a long time if you're religious i apologize i've said jesus and christ twice now but That's just my my soft curses, (laughs) so I hope I don't offend you. Um, Like, 24 hours is a long time, so that's really motivating me to train. So when I've been a little bit hungry, or a bit tired, or I really can't be bothered riding, I'm thinking, you know what, I'm probably going to feel a hell of a lot worse at 3am in the morning. So if I'm feeling a little bit tired now, it'll probably do me good to get out and ride, because it'll teach me to push through that and to dig that little bit deeper, and it's not going to feel anywhere near as bad as... How I'm going to feel sort of midway into that ride. So, setting a goal like a race or an event really, really helps. So, there you go. That's my 10 minute rant on motivation, how to get motivated to ride. <laughs> Let's get another question up. So, next up, I'm just scrolling through now. Da da da. Uh, so okay a couple of things here so the for me it's how to stay on track with nutrition and knowing how often I need to take breaks to recover. So let's start with the recovering one because that's a bit easier. Uh, knowing how long how often to take breaks to recover between workouts excuse me just hiccups between workouts between rides. It's entirely personal. Um, So you need to listen to your body and you just need to get used to knowing you. It's okay to ride on tired legs. It's okay to ride when you feel a little bit low energy. Just factor in some rest days and over time you'll learn to figure out kind of how your body is. So you might find that your sweet spot is four days a week, and whenever you go above that, you get ill or you start to get injuries or you start to get tweaks and that kind of thing. You might be like, right, four's my limit. But just push it. Just keep keep building up and see how many times you can ride. Make sure you nail your nutrition, which is part of the question as well, um, because that's a big thing when it comes to recovery. Um and yeah just just listen to your body there is no right answer people can train twice a day seven days a week and if you get enough sleep and you eat really well and they're very well conditioned like that's fine for some people a minority of people but for some Um on the other side of it you know uh i've had clients who were 70 80 year old an 82 year old client once now she did two sessions a week in person with me uh, she wasn't a mountain biker this was a few years ago just a. Uh, member of the general (laughs) public so she came and saw me twice a week and then that was plenty like if she did any more than that it probably would have been a little bit much in regards to the weights so on the side of that she just did a little bit of cardio um a bit of walking a bit of cross trainer, that kind of thing but someone else, if you're listening to this and you're 25 and you're at the absolute peak of fitness and you get good sleep, then you can probably hammer it six days a week and do a couple of double sessions in there. Um, So like training twice a day if you wanted to, as long as you're sleeping well and as long as you're eating well. So the key is just to listen to your body and take a bit of a longer term view with it. So think, right, over the next six months, I'm going to really try and understand my body, understand how much I need to recover, start listening to to my body and just figure it out. Um, And you'll get to a point where you feel really good, you'll start to be able to tell the difference between my legs are sore but I should just stop being a wimp and go ride, and my legs are really sore and my knees are achy a bit and my lower back feels a bit tight, you know what, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to stretch off and have a sauna instead of riding today. That just takes experience. Uh, I think, actually, Rachel Atherton yesterday posted a post on her Facebook and Instagram. And it was along the lines of talking about how she felt really run down and demotivated and stiff and sore and she didn't want to train. And I think she went and did some paddle boarding or something and then, like, chilled out in a sauna and just relaxed. And this is a world champ. Like, you know, she's on track to be the most successful downhiller ever and she was talking about how she felt demotivated and she needed a rest because she's really in tune with the body. Now, that's not somebody who lacks motivation. That's um, somebody who has the discipline to push through it, but she listened to her body and took a rest. Um, The other way to think about it as well is take a bit of a higher level approach with it and think, right, I'm going to train hard for four weeks, and then I'm going to rest for a week, or I'm going to train hard for six weeks, and then I'm going to rest for X amount of time, and look at it from a high... Rather than taking it day by day, try and get a bit of a macro view of it, and look at your training and riding as a whole, because if you do that, then you'll know that you're going hard for X amount of time, but recovery's coming. Rather than doing it ad hoc and playing it week by week, that really helps. The other part of the question, I believe, was sticking to... I've got... Um, face ID on my phone. So when I hold it up behind the microphone, it doesn't recognize me. (laughs) I'm in now. And it's how to stay on track with nutrition. So I've actually got a post going out about this tonight. So you're probably going to be listening to this in future. You may have seen it, you may not. It's a weight loss post and talking about how to stick to your nutrition. If you eat well, it's much easier to eat well. I know that sounds stupid, but the better you eat, you'll find that you don't have as many cravings, your energy levels are higher, you sleep better, so it's easier to stick to a good diet. If you have a bit of a half-assed diet where you're having chocolate every day and you're having massive gaps between meals and you're not eating enough, you'll find it really, really hard to stick to it. So the main piece of advice, I would say, for your nutrition is to really, really just like try and be as good as you can for a week or two, eat plenty of healthy food, so plenty of protein, plenty of veggies, some good carbs with each meal, small amount of good fats with each meal and and have snacks, so you probably want to eat three times a day and have a couple of snacks in between as well. When you're riding, make sure you eat whilst you ride every 30 to 60 minutes, depending on the length of the ride and you as a rider. And Make sure you have like a good recovery um, meal afterwards, so a protein shake after your ride slash workout, and then a good meal after that as well. And just really focus on, if you're struggling to stick to nutrition, you're probably not eating enough, I would say. You're getting cravings, you're struggling with your energy, and it's that that's making you really struggle. A uh, uh, good healthy nutrition plan shouldn't be the hardest to stick to um, because you'll feel full of energy and you just kind of roll like it, your momentum gets going and you feel great on it, so it makes it easier to stick to. If you're trying to really cut your calories or you're not eating enough food that's when it gets really difficult Um, and allow yourself like a couple of cheats as well so just before I came on this podcast I just had a packet of crisps I'm not even into crisps but there was some in the house and I had them I'm not beating myself up about it I was just I've had a packet of crisps it's cool I don't have them every day I don't have chocolate every day so just roll with it like it's not the end of the world what you can do so what some people can do is they can have a packet of crisps and then think oh that's it that's it. I've ruined it. I'm going to go mad now. And they'll have a massive bar of chocolate and then they'll have like a pizza. And then that'll be like a three days of eating crap. Like if you have something that's not healthy, just have it and then start eating well again. (laughs) So when I get off this podcast, like I've been for a ride. I didn't eat anything while I rode. It was only a 90 minute ride. Got back, uh, had some water and then I ate that packet of crisps. And then here I am on the podcast. And then after I get off, should have had a protein shake after that ride, by the way, but I don't have any in, so I need to get some orders. Um, I'll now have a healthy meal. So I think I'm on chicken and potato wedges and vegetables. I think it's in the fridge. Sophie's done it for me. I'm lucky. (laughs) Um, So what was my point with that? Yeah, the point with that is that when you do slip up and you do have something that's not on plan, just go right back to eating well again. Like, it's cool. It happens to everybody. It's not the end of the world. Um, Don't beat yourself up. Um, on the other side of it don't be too lax with yourself that you end up eating chocolate three times a day and being like yeah it's all good it's all good (laughs) that's how I can have it Um, one big tip I'd say for you is I have a nutrition guide that's for sale on my website £17.50 so you can buy it in any country just google £17.50 into whatever country you live in Uh, I'd really recommend you buy that because it's called Stupidly Simple Nutrition for Mountain Bikers and it is Stupidly Simple Nutrition for Mountain Bikers you can see where I got the, uh, the name for it so head to mtb.fitness and buy yourself that and then just sit down it probably takes three hours to read something like that it's a good read it's uh, it's not a diet plan as such it's a nutrition guide that teaches you how to eat. So if you if you even slightly interested in nutrition, and if you're a mountain biker, you really should be. Then it'd be well worth you grabbing. I would definitely get a copy of that. So just Google MTB Fitness, or go to www.mtb.fitness. Um, get yourself a copy of the nutrition guide. It's really good. <laughs> if I do say so myself, the uh, the reviews back it up. And um, so yeah, that's that one. Let's have a look. What's next? We'll do one more. Da, 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 da. Okay, here we go. So he said hill technique. So he's put hill technique, know about effort, and then TQ. No idea what that means, but that's cool. Um, hill technique, I'm going to say knowing how to climb hills. So I really enjoy a good climb, personally. Uh, I, I, like, I hate it at the time. It sucks, but there's something really satisfying about killing yourself on a good climb. Um, technique. One really, really big thing that helps me with particularly technical climbs or climbs that have steep sections in, Is to go hard and to go slow. So I learned this from a coach, where probably three years ago, something like that, when I did a coaching session, getting coached, and he said, on flat bits of trail that are easy, use those to recover. So pace yourself and go slower than you feel you might want to. And then when the trail gets steep, when you've got those little steep sections where you need to need a bit of power to get through, that's when you attack it. So that's when you can be out of the saddle and you can really power through the technical section and get through it and use your momentum. Then you're probably out of of breath when you get through it and slow it down a bit, pace yourself, um, and yeah, just take your time that way. So you go hard and go slow on the climbs. That that really helps. Um, Leading, sort of, lead tying in with that is you need to be looking right up the trail. So you shouldn't be looking at your front wheel. You should be looking as far ahead on the climb as you possibly can because then you can spot what's coming. You can spot the technical section of trail. You can spot the, I don't know, you can spot whether you need to be right or left. You can see if there's anything steep coming up. You can see how long you've got to go before you can have a rest. All that really helps you pace it. I would also say, sort of a bit separate to that, is get strong legs. So get strong legs as you can. If you really work in the gym and really build up your leg strength, you'll find it easier to climb. So that's one thing that you can do. And I'm going to have to plug my products again here. It's not meant to be doing loads of selling on this podcast. But if you want to get stronger legs, check out my 12-week program on the website as well. Um, but genuinely, getting stronger legs is going to really, really help you to get up the hills. Like It will really, really help you. The stronger your legs are, the you you literally just find the legs the climbs easier. You won't get as tired. So lifting weights will help you. I would say as well doing intervals. So maybe doing hill repeats would be a really good idea, or doing intervals on a static bike. That will really really help you because it'll it just. It basically gets you fitter, gets you fitter, and it gets you stronger, so that you'll be able to climb more efficiently. Because you can think sometimes that it's about technique, but you might find that actually you just start to cock up on the climbs when it gets a bit technical. Um, sorry, well not when it gets technical, when you get tired. So if you really improve your fitness, then you'll find the technical stuff easier because you've got more energy to do it. So that's what I would say with technique and then the other side of it which I always, 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 always recommend is get some skills coaching because if you go and spend time with a coach who can climb well, they will really teach you loads. They'll talk to you about um, you know, when to be over the front of the bike, when to be over the back of the bike, when to sit down, when to stand up, how to shift your weight around, how to maintain traction. And it really, really helps getting skills coaching. Like I really recommend it if you struggle with anything technique-wise on the bike. So yeah, that was today's quick episode. It has flown by. No idea how long I've been chatting for. Probably 20 minutes, something like that. I quite like the format of doing these short ones where I can just sit down with the microphone. I love getting people in. Like it's brilliant getting people on the podcast to sit and chat to. I love it. But it also takes more organization, more time. I've got to be around for like a three-hour block. Whereas with these, I've got a quick thirty-minute gap. I can sit down and chat on with myself because I'm not afraid to talk, as you can probably tell, um, and hopefully help you guys and girls out for this uh, this length of time. So I think doing it in this format a little more often is going to make it easier for me to keep these podcasts consistent, and then I will get some episodes in as well where I'm talking to other people. Let's say I don't know a couple of months, something like that, rather than every week. So the podcast will be weekly, sometimes more than once a week, but a lot of it now is going to be me talking um just because i enjoy it to be honest i think i can bring you tons of value in the amount of time that yeah you know, i can sit down and hopefully help you out in and they're easier to organize for me time wise so it's, it's easier to slot in so yeah that's me for today i hope you really really enjoyed this episode of the podcast if you can i would really appreciate it if you just leave a short review so whatever app you're using just give it a rating, leave a review, that helps more people find it, and feel free to tell your friends about this awesome podcast as well. (laughs) I hope you think it's awesome anyway. I try. (laughs) There'll be another episode on Saturday, so if you're listening to this of midweek, there'll be another episode up on Saturday. And yeah, I hope you've really enjoyed it. I will see you next time. Thanks very much.